Welcome to Week 15 Podcast. Here, fantasy football season is now. We aren't just trying to make the playoffs. We're here to win them. What is up, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Week 15 Podcast. Episode 1 is in the books. We had so much fun with you guys hanging out. Uh, thank you to all of our listeners. Johnny, tell me about some wins you had this week. Dude, this so this week was Mother's Day week. Uh, my wife runs a flower shop here in Kokomo and the Jefferson House of Flowers. And uh, man, she killed it this week. I was in there helping. I love to see how busy it was. Um, she made a bouquet of a hundred or two hundred. It was two hundred roses. It. It's pretty it. wild, um, but it was just fun seeing her love love what she's doing and uh, have a record breaking Mother's Day. So that was a huge win for us. What about you? You got any wins this week? Yeah, you know, on top of coaching JV baseball, uh, I also coach my son Henry's little league. I'm sorry, T-ball team, and he hit one. Um, he's five, so we we played on the major league field this week, and he nice. hit one into left field on Let's the major go. league fence. So he crushed it. I was super happy. He was pumped, slid into home, the whole thing. It was great. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I love it. All right, guys, so the NFL schedule was released last Thursday. Uh, I'm so excited to start talking about the week 15 that is set. Um, as you know, that's the first round of the fantasy football playoffs. And uh, you know what? That's where we come in and separate ourselves from all the other fantasy football podcasts out there. So I'm excited to get to that. Um, you know, we see the first game. We see the horizon of football season being back. That's September 7th with the Lions at the Chiefs. Um, always excited for that first game. I never, never, never bet on the first game because we have no idea what we're going to be looking at. Um, so I, I pass that advice along to you guys as well. Uh, but, you know, it's going to have fantasy implications. So I'm excited about that. I want to talk a little bit before we get to week 15 about schedule toughness. Um, you know, they, they're going to post this information out there. It's good information. It's about the best fantasy information we have right now in May. But, you know, it just shows the win percentages of the teams that each team is going to be facing. So Philadelphia has the hardest schedule as we see it now because – Based on last year. Based on last year. Yeah, the opponents that they will be playing in 2023 had an average uh, win record of .566 from 2022. So it, it's an interesting thing to look at. I get excited. I'm a numbers guy. So when I see these, I get hyped about it. But, you know, you can kind of take it with a grain of salt because we know that each year is completely different. Uh, Tyler, give me your thoughts on the strength of schedule. Yeah, so I had uh, two major takeaways. Number one, the whole offseason has been filled with the New York Jets and Aaron Rodgers. That has been all of the news. And they come out and their schedule is the sixth hardest overall. I, I like the Jets, um, but I, I do think they're going to be playing some tough competition. We'll see what Rodgers is really made of. And then the other was the rookies. You know? Yes, we talked about we this. We did. Yeah. We did. The rookies that we talked about on the first episode, pretty much all of them have a favorable schedule. So we talked about B. John Robinson, how much we like him. And then this this drops, and we posted on our Instagram, and I text you immediately. I'm like, look at B. John. Yeah. <laughs> look at B. John. The easiest schedule based on last year goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Bijan to the moon. I'll say it again, to the moon. And yep. then, and then the rookie QBs. Their their schedule is, you know, in the bottom fourth, bottom third. So I'm really, really hyped to see what these rookies are going to do, especially the ones that we talked about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like like you mentioned. So Bryce Young and the Panthers. They have the 27th hardest schedule. Will Levis has the 28th. Anthony Richardson has the 29th, and uh, C.J. Stroud has the 30th hardest schedule. So it's like. All your rookie quarterback potential is right down there. 
at the bottom. And, and, and here's what I'll say, too. You know, no two years are alike, but uh, I highly doubt that we see those teams in the bottom, you know, five or six there flip-flop to where they end up having one of the hardest schedules. And a like lot of it's just the division, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just they're, they're in the same division. Falcons and the Panthers, that's a, that's a weak division. Buccaneers, you know, they lost Brady. Um, yeah, it's just it's just one of those things where there's just not a lot of confidence in the division anyways. And we know that without seeing the strength of schedule list. Right. But, but you know, seeing how it compares to some of the others, it really, it really makes you think. Um, something that I kind of, I guess, stood out to me, you know, you brought up Aaron Rodgers. Um, and I think about, you know, the the guys that didn't perform to their potential last year. I think about the Rams and all the injuries that they had. Um, you know, coming back, like, can, is Matt Stafford going to come back? You know, are they going to look? In, are they going to look more like the Super Bowl team or more like the 2022 team that was terrible? And you see them in the top half with this toughness of schedule, and it's just kind of like you know, I, I don't know how that's going to work out for them. Um, and then you go down, and you see Trevor Lawrence, who took his team from having the number one overall pick one season to, you know, the next season, his second year taking him to a, a playoff victory. Um, and then you look and you see that they're in the bottom third here. Weak uh, division. Weak division, yeah. And, and you know, even some of these guys that have weak divisions, they have other games on their schedule that aren't super difficult, at least as we see it now in May. This podcast is sponsored by Brothers and Cards. We are a sports cards company committed to glorifying God and loving others through the sports cards hobby. Whether you're trying to rip packs, join breaks, or add to your collection, we got you covered. Go follow us on Instagram at Brothers and Cards and check out our subscription box at BrothersandCards.com. So we decided on the name for our podcast, Week 15 Podcast, because we wanted to focus specifically on the playoffs all year long. Um, yeah, we don't know what the 2023 NFL playoffs are going to look like yet, but we do know exactly what the 2023 fantasy football playoffs will look like. And you guys are going to hear us talk about that week and week 16 and week 17 a whole lot over the next seven months. Pretty much everything that happens that is going to be a factor in those weeks, you're going to hear about it from us. You're going to see blurbs about it on our Instagram. Uh, go follow us at week 15 podcast. Um, I'm excited about it. So for this episode, what we're going to do is we're simply going to read off the schedule for week 15, the first round of fantasy playoffs, and then we're going to give you some of our immediate reactions. Um, and we wanted to do this immediately after the schedule was released, just so you kind of get some of our, you know, gut feel for it right now. But so here's the schedule that we posted on our Instagram. It's going to start with the Chargers at the Raiders, Vikings at the Bengals, Bears at the Browns, Broncos at the Lions, Steelers at the Colts, Falcons at the Panthers, Buccaneers at the Packers, Texans at the Titans, Jets at the Dolphins, Giants at the Saints, Commanders at the Rams, 49ers at the Cardinals, Cowboys at the at the Bills, Eagles at the Seahawks, Ravens at the Jaguars, Chiefs at the Patriots. Give me your initial thoughts on Week 15. So just kind of piggybacking off of what you said in the previous segment, we know that the regular season is important. We know that. We have to get to the playoffs. But 
when, when we talk about week 15, maybe in your drafts, you are between two guys. Maybe take a look at the week 15 schedule. Um, maybe you've got a guy that's, that's struggling and you might think about trading him. Look at his week 15 schedule. Uh, if you're between a couple of guys in a trade, you guys are really close. Take a look at the week 15 schedule. It matters. But the first thing that I did when I, when I, when we posted this on our Instagram is I went through and I looked worst defenses from last year. And what I did was I circled all of the teams that were going against a bad defense from last year. These were teams that gave up at least three touchdowns per game. So the first team that fits this criteria is the Raiders playing the Chargers. The Chargers gave up more than three touchdowns a game last year. And they're playing at home. They're exactly. at home in prime time. And then the Bengals, high-powered offense, playing against a bad Minnesota defense last year. Now, I think they'll improve, obviously, but just we're basing this off of last year, right? Bengals also at home. Another home team, Cleveland Browns. What is Deshaun Watson going to do? He knocked off the rust last year. He's going up against my Bears, whose defense, obviously, bad last year. Our first road team of the segment was the Denver Broncos playing against the Lions that will be inside in a dome in a controlled setting. So, you know, Johnny, I was so high on the Broncos last year. <laughs> Russell Wilson comes in. They've got all uh, of these weapons. And hopefully I was just a year too early because I still have a lot of those guys yeah. on my team. <laughs> Colin Sutton, me and you argued about yeah. them all week. We're trying to get them in front of each other. Another home team playing against a bad defense is the Carolina Panthers against the Falcons. Uh, next up is the... Tennessee Titans playing against the uh, Houston Texans. Next up is the Saints playing against the Giants. Finally, if your Eagles are struggling because they had a tough uh, strength of schedule, maybe they're struggling, take a look at week 15 when they play the Seattle Seahawks on the road. Guys, don't forget, it's been three days since this uh, schedule has come out, so these are our very, very rapid reactions. Right, right. Um, we are going to do a ton of homework for you guys. Make sure that you are listening in. We're going to dive deep into week 15 and the regular season and all of that. But just remember, these are rapid reactions. Things change. We're just trying to get you ready for your drafts. Yeah, I mean, everything that I just mentioned, to me, I, I don't know if it's going to rank very highly on the factors as I'm looking at guys I'm going to draft or guys I'm going to you know put on my team um, right now. Uh, as the season goes on, those things might you know become a little bit more of a factor. But uh, as of right now, it's just kind of our immediate gut reaction to seeing the schedule. I'm excited that the schedule's out. I'm excited that the Week 15 podcast is officially underway. Fact, fun, 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 fun fact, fun fact, fun, fun fact, fun facts, fun facts. All right, my fun fact for this week is that I have only kissed one girl in my entire life. And my fun fact is that I have never gotten a speeding ticket. Some things you've already heard us mention last episode and maybe even this episode a couple times is the different formats of each league. And, um, you know, I I took a break from fantasy football there for a couple years. Um, my guy Tyler here, he's the commissioner for our league. I do what he tells me. I show up when he tells me to show up. He knows way more about the different formats of leagues. So I'm going to let him talk here for a minute, just kind of about the different leagues that are out there and uh, what they look like, and, and how we're going to talk about them in this podcast. Yeah, so there's pretty much four main, what, what you hear us say, formats. So like last week, I told you I'm drafting Anthony Richardson in all formats. What I'm talking about 
There's redraft format. That is where you are redrafting your team every single year. That is the majority of leagues. You pretty much just start over every year. Uh, you jump in on ESPN, Yahoo, whatever your sleeper you jump in, uh, whatever app you like to use, that's the majority is redraft. And then you have keeper, which is the leagues that I like. You know, The leagues will set rules as far as who you can keep. Uh, we're in a league where we can keep nine. We're also in a league where we can keep four. We don't have any draft limits. I've seen some where you can only keep guys that you've drafted after the fourth round. You know, your league will have rules as as far as keepers go. Um, I'm in a couple of dynasty leagues. That is pretty much where your team stays the same all the time. Um, you will have rookie drafts. I'm actually in a rookie draft right now. Just, Literally while we're recording. While this we are recording. I just took Rashawn Johnson. Really happy about that. The Bears. Yep. The Bears. That's a little bit of a homer pick. So Dynasty, you're kind of keeping the same team. Uh, rookies are really, really important. Um, and then the last one is kind of new. Uh, it's it's best ball. So basically best ball is you draft and then you're done. There is a computer that sets your optimal lineup every single week. So you draft and you just watch. Um, drafting for best ball is very, very, very different than it is for redraft. Um, so yeah, those, those are the, those are the four main formats that I play. And I think the majority of, of fantasy managers play. See, I'd never even heard of best ball, but it sounds like a good time. It's really fun. I, I honestly love just the drafting aspect in general. I used to do, uh, on Madden, me and my brother used to do fantasy drafts and then do a whole season like all the time. That was something we enjoyed, and I, I enjoy the draft process now. Um, something else I remember you mentioned last week that I wasn't quite sure how it worked. Um, taxi squads. Tell me a little about taxi squads. So I'm in I'm in a league with some buddies um, that, that has a taxi squad. So if you trade for a guy or you have a guy who is either a rookie or a second-year guy, you can put him on your taxi squad, and they can basically sit there as long as you want. But if somebody claims them, uh, if somebody claims someone off of your taxi squad, you either have to immediately activate them or give them to the person who claimed them. And the person that claimed them, if you let them have the player, you get a draft uh, pick in return for that taxi squad guy. So if I drafted... Bijan, let's. I'm. This is terrible example, but I draft Bijan, and I put him on my taxi squad, and somebody claims him, and I let them have Bijan. They have to give me their first pick in next year's draft. Interesting. Okay, so complex, man. I love it. I, I remember when uh, you kept telling me, dude, you gotta join my league. You gotta join my league. I, and I kept thinking about, you know, all the different complexities. Like I'm never gonna pay attention enough to know all the details on this. And then you finally got me hooked. And uh, dude, I love it. It's the most fun league I've ever been a part of. Um, I'm going to let you go ahead and explain exactly the, the battle for the belt league. This is my main league that I care about. This is us and our buddies. Here's exactly how that format is that we run everything off of the computer. And that includes the draft. And we actually do our auction draft, which I love, um, because it kind of gives you an opportunity to, you know, allocate, your resources to get players that you really, really want. Um, it kind of works like this. We have a certain amount of money that we're allowed to spend, a salary cap. Um, and if you have extra money, you can bid higher on certain players. And, you know, when we do the draft, you can kind of go in there with a the strategy of, okay, I'm going to save my money because I want to go heavy on running backs. Um, or, you know, I, I'm going to get Patrick Mahomes. Or I'm going to get this guy no matter what. And then uh, kind of use what's left to fill the rest of your team. 
So I love that format. I thought I would hate it when you first told me about it. And the first time I ever did, I was absolutely in love with the auction style of uh, draft that we do. And I know some people just do it like on ESPN when you just draft just like a normal fantasy draft. Totally get that too. I always enjoyed those. Um, but I am glad that in our, our league that we do the auction format. We're going into year six on Battle for the Belt. And along with all these formats, there is infinite number of scoring systems, right? You've got point per reception. You've got half point per reception. And our scoring system for Belt and some of my other leagues is pretty barbaric. It's what's called standard. Um, so if you score in a game, you score for fantasy. Now, we do have bonuses and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so like if my quarterback throws a touchdown, he gets four points. If my running back receiver catches, runs it in, he gets six. And then we have bonuses set up for like every 25 yards. But like if he catches 10 balls for 24 yards, he gets a big fat zero for the week. So it's, it's pretty ancient scoring system, but I think that's what makes it fun because if you're scoring in an NFL game, you're scoring for my fantasy team. I, you know, this is my third year in the league. And when he was telling me about it, I told him no for like, what, two years? Yeah. And I hated the fact that it wasn't PPR. Um, and, and that kind of was like something that I didn't like. Uh, when I finally joined, and really, I love it because you're looking at red zone guys. It's kind of a different way to look at fantasy football um, as opposed to like a PPR league. But then it's like, okay, you know, you, you factor in running backs, you factor in quarterbacks and on the amount of rushing touchdown opportunities. Um Quarterbacks can be a cheat code. They oh, have, yeah. They, they, in sure. my league, they are a for cheat sure. code because they run. You get if, if, if a quarterback runs for 50 yards, that's two points. He throws for two touchdowns. Now you're up to 10 points. Like, quarterbacks are a cheat code. Yeah, well, and, and the way I looked at it is I'm looking for quantity of touchdown passes. Absolutely. Not necessarily yards. Um, not necessarily wins, obviously. Uh, you know, I picked Kirk Cousins um, last year, and I've had him for the last two years, and he has been a stud on my team um, because he produces a lot of touchdown passes. When they get anywhere close to the red zone, he has just had so many weapons. Um, so and, like, they, and they have a bad defense, so they're always trying to score. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're trying to make 40-point comebacks and stuff, you know? Um, so, yeah, that's worked out for me. I, something else that when we started coming into our league, I didn't know how it was going to work because it, there was no app, right? Like, I was yeah. used to ESPN. I was used to um, – I mean, we've been playing ESPN fantasy football. I remember you and I in high school oh, were on our that. laptops. Even before that. I remember in, in – uh, In the in, computer lab. In the computer lab, <laughs> we would be on – our computers uh, <laughs> doing fantasy football, teachers talking. So whatever. It's a barbaric league, guys. We don't yeah. have an app. I do all the the scoring by hand in a, in an Excel spreadsheet. I email it out like it is barbarically <laughs> old, and we love it. I thought I was gonna hate that side of it, but I have my own spreadsheet too. I have a little tab that's just for fantasy football, and I keep track as well. Um, it, it's almost like more gratifying when your guy scores a touchdown to put in the point yourself. <laughs> like, right? like, like when, when, when uh, you know, Kirk throws a touchdown pass, it's like, boom, add a little four to this number right here, as opposed to being automatic on an app. But I know you probably have to listen to thinking you guys are old. We're not. We're, I'm 31. It's fun. You're, you're, you're almost 32. I am. Yep. And, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess we are dinosaurs in that regard. Disrespect for the game is what I call so, it. So, Johnny, tell me how you submit your lineup to me for our matchups. <sighs> So we have group messages with every player. So Tyler's the commissioner. So if I'm playing our buddy Dylan, Dylan beat me in the championship a couple years ago, dang it. But uh, we always we always have the opportunity to split the money when you get to the championship. And so Dylan and I always do that. So shout out to Dylan Mitch. for being a bro. Uh, Mitch won our group or Mitch won our league last year, so I got to give him a shout out too. But the way it works is Tyler's commissioner. So if I'm playing Dylan, we have a text message group between 
me, Dylan, and Tyler. Matchup thread. Matchup thread. And so I submit my guys that are starting. I submit my subs. Dylan submits his guys. And uh, that's it. We base it off of that. On my little spreadsheet, I have my team typed in. I have Dylan team typed in. And, uh, yeah, we, we keep track of score that way. And I, I thought I was going to hate it. I don't. It's kind of a personal touch. You it know? is. Let's get in a group is. chat and let's talk. Yeah. And, and then there's the, obviously the whole group message with everybody involved where all the trash talk takes place. Yep. And uh, Sometimes it's not a safe place. It's not. And you know what? If you do something stupid, people are going to tell you. We're going to hear about it. <laughs> if you start Anthony Richardson halfway through the year, <laughs> you're going to hear about it from us. But hey, enough about our league. We want to hear about yours. We're going to post on our Instagram asking about which is your favorite format. We want to hear from you. We'll give you a shout out right here on the podcast next week. Um, so make sure you get on there. Follow us at Week 15 Podcast and let us know your thoughts. We're excited to hear from you. And that's going to do it for episode two, guys. Thank you for hanging out with us. Johnny, always a pleasure. Always, always. We'll see you guys next week.